have needs and desires and seek to discover our own erotic journey, you've come to the right place. This is Seek, Discover, Create with Lexi Silver, presented by SDC. In the next hour, we're here to answer your burning questions about relationships, sexuality, and health from the leading sex experts and professionals. Now, here is your host, Lexi Silver. Hi, everyone. Welcome to SDC Presents Seek, Discover, Create. I'm your host, Lexi Silver. Why do we perceive intimacy as a weakness rather than a strength? Are you curious about why you might be afraid of getting intimate and truly connecting with your partner? If you want to discover how you can learn to open up to your partner and explore intimacy within your relationship, join me today with Dr. Nancy Sutton-Pierce, health intimacy and sexuality expert, founder of Conscious Living Sexuality and host of the Conscious Living Show on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. Dr. Nancy is going to help us identify what's holding us all back from wanting to and letting ourselves feel vulnerable, even with the people we love the most and who we know love us unconditionally. And we know it's really not easy for us to be vulnerable. We're taught by society and, you know, our parents, everyone to kind of keep things in, to, you know, stop crying, put on that brave face, hide our true emotions. And we have to do this to a certain extent to function within society. Uh, You know, we can't go to work and if we're not feeling that great, uh, we have to be able to, you know, function and and go about our day. Um, But as a result, what ends up happening is we don't always express how we're truly feeling to the outside world. And it's a human defense mechanism. We have to protect ourselves. We don't want people to know exactly how we're feeling because it exposes our soft underbelly and makes us vulnerable to being hurt. When we're in a relationship, what, where we're exposing our feelings to someone else, uh, even if we think they love us unconditionally, we still have that fear that they might hurt us or they might leave us. And it's difficult to shed that emotional armor and let someone fully in. It's difficult to shed that emotional armor, armor and let someone fully into our lives and trust that even if we show them how we truly feel, we will be accepted for who we really are. And it's scary to think that if we do show someone who we truly are, that they might not love us for who we are. And that can be very damaging to our self-esteem. We've all been hurt or let down in one way or another by people we care about, whether it's friends, family, teachers, co-workers, whether it's intentional or unintentional. And some pain is worse than others and hurts for longer than others. As we go through life, we continue to experience that kind of hurt from other people. We unconsciously keep reinforcing the idea that we're going to get hurt and we have to protect ourselves. And it's an inevitability that people are going to let us down and hurt us. It's impossible to be immune to that. But it's important that when we do find that person that we care about, uh, that we feel that we can rely on them and want to connect with them and have an open emotional discourse with them. We should be comfortable enough to be willing to let them in and give them access to that part of us that we don't share with the outside world. Intimacy is a really important part of every relationship. And without that intimacy and the ability to let our guard down, it's difficult to have that emotional openness and true emotional connection with the person that you really care about. So even though we do share our strength with the world, it is important to be able to shed our emotional armor at some points, especially when we're with someone and we're in a safe space and feel like we're able to do that without getting hurt. It's also important that when people are opening up to us, that we're able to accept what they're saying and make them feel safe and accepted regardless of what they say. Intimacy is a reciprocal thing and it's an exercise in trust and it has to be shared or it does not work. So both sides have to be willing and able to expose themselves and open up to each other. It sounds intuitive, but for most of us, intimacy is not second nature. 
Before we delve into today's discussion with Dr. Nancy about how intimacy is the cornerstone of a healthy relationship, I just want to thank our sponsor, SDC.com, and your and my expert source of exclusive information about sex, health, and relationships, where you'll get access to a massive international network and dating platform of over 3 million members worldwide. Don't go away. I'll be right back with my special guest, Dr. Nancy Sutton-Pierce, after these brief messages. I'm Lexi Silver, and you're listening to STC Seek, Discover, Create. Are you looking to get more from your relationship? Why is it that some people just seem to have a better sex life, better marriage, and a closer, more meaningful relationship? Find out the best-kept secrets and more on The Sexy Lifestyle with Carolyn David. Carolyn David will share insight about the swinging lifestyle and how it has strengthened their love and marriage, not to mention their great sex. Tune in every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on The Sexy Lifestyle Network. What is your level of sexual expertise? Want to find something new? Listen for Sisters of Sexuality every week on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. There's no judgment here, and every topic is safe and sex positive, so we'll explore them together. It's time to push your sexual boundaries and try some new experiences with your hosts, Taylor Sparks, Jet Setting Jasmine, and Parrish Blair. With Marla Renee Stewart and Tiffany Janae, you won't want to miss a single show every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern. 5 p.m. Pacific on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. When the lights are off, that's no reason not to light things up. Lube Light lets you pop its cap for instant illumination so your lube gets applied to all the sweet spots and never the awkward ones. No more slippery midsection, unless you're into that. You can keep it turned on while you're getting down with your partner. Our ambient lighting is soft enough to never blind while you're doing the grind. No matter what lube gets you vibing, it's compatible with Lube Light. Easier to turn on than your last partner, guaranteed. Get yours today at lubelights.com. Also available on Amazon and SheVibe. You are tuned in to Seek, Discover, Create with Lexi Silver. If you have a question or comment about the show, we'd love to hear from you via email to Lexi at SDC.com. That's L-E-X-I at SDC.com. Now back to this week's discussion. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Lexi Silver, and you're listening to Seek, Discover, Create. We have a very special show for you today. Joining me is my guest, health and intimacy expert, Dr. Nancy Sutton-Pierce, the founder of Conscious Living Sexuality and the host of the Conscious Living Show on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. Dr. Nancy's experiences creating sexy events at Hedonism for over a decade inspired her to earn her doctorate in human sexuality, and she made the transition from being a resident nurse and yoga therapist to a sex doctor. Dr. Nan travels all over the world, teaching and helping others find their authentic voice to create the life they desire without shame, guilt, or apology, and that's a big reason I wanted to have her on my show because it's exactly what I'm all about and exactly what this show is all about, uh, living a, a life that you desire without shame and guilt or apology. Welcome, Nancy. Thanks for being here. Thank you for the invitation. I'm excited to be a part of your show, too. And uh, maybe uh, one of these days it can be on one of yours, too, but uh, we'll get there. no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so Nancy, we, you know, you know, we had a really great talk a little while ago when we first introduced ourselves to each other and I, you know, we were talking about things that we wanted to go over on our show, um, our, our, the show that we're going to have today. And we, we talked a little bit together about intimacy and I, I want to know, you know, a, a lot of people throw around the word intimacy. What is 
the real definition of, in, of intimacy within a relationship? What, what does it mean? For me and, and my work, it really means feeling safe and feeling um, authentic and safe being authentic, being accepted and having a, a part of your life where you don't have to pretend or worry. You can just, you can just let your freak flag fly. <laughs> <laughs> and that safety, it's, it's more, it's not necessarily just a physical space in this case. We're talking about a, no. a psychological space. Correct. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, when we think about a lot of our relationships, our work relationships and, and, uh, you know, friendships, there's always conditions. And, and we, we do, we do want to be on our best behavior. And in an intimate relationship, if you're having a bad day, you don't have to worry that you're going to be rejected because you're having a tough day. You know, obviously, you don't want to mistreat each other, but there's a lot more forgiveness for being human. And so having that intimate bond allows you your, hum- your humanness where you, <laughs> you can just, you know, you can, you can be yourself without worry. I like that, being yourself without worry. Well, yeah. what is it that's so hard about uh, our human nature and, you know, kind of our, our day-to-day activities, uh, our past histories what, that make it so hard for us to be intimate with other people, even if we really, really genuinely want to? I don't think we're taught as children how to be accepting because as parents typically aren't accepting of their children, they're always correcting and teaching and, and propelling them in one direction or another. So that leads us, that, that's our role model for how we are in intimate relationships is to always be looking to make the other person better. So when we get into an adult relationship if we haven't learned that 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 role model we had was a parent-child relationship not an adult-adult relationship and so if we step into an adult relationship and we're always looking for areas in which either we can fix our partner or we feel unworthy because of their them trying to fix us we'll never feel safe. We'll never feel accepted for being who we are. That's a very interesting point. The trying to fix, the always trying to fix, the, the always looking uh, to make the other person better um, and, and not really just accepting people for who they are. Do you feel that maybe now the kind of social discourse is going a little bit more towards accepting parents teaching their children uh, that it's okay to be who you are, whoever that is, it is okay. Do you feel like things are maybe changing a little bit? I do. I do. I I feel hopeful uh, because I see a lot of, a lot more young people being um, much more open and self-accepting for their uniqueness and not feeling like they have to try to fit into somebody else's mold. And that, I think then those relationships will grow up to be, or those kids will grow up to have relationships where they're, they've, they've accepted themselves, they're much more likely to accept their partner for who they are. That's very interesting. I feel that it, it's very, how should I say this? It's very hard to, not just to be accepted by other people, but to accept ourselves for who we are. And again, like you said, that's, we're not taught 
how to do that from a young age. We're just kind of taught to be and then don't do that, don't do this or don't feel this way. How, what is, you know, maybe one of the first jumping off points because to be able to accept other people you also have to accept who you are also and be happy with who you are so how how can we first acknowledge that maybe part of the reason why it's hard for us to accept our partner is because maybe there's something within ourselves that we don't accept it's a multi-tiered question. I know that we're not going to be able to get it. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a, it's a great question because I think that that's the work that we all need to do as we become adults. And I think this is a, you know, t- to encourage our teenagers as they're trying to break away from the parental uh, uh, house and, and role models to encourage them to do some introspection, hmm. you know, to, to identify who they are at that point and to accept that who they are right now is enough and that they will evolve naturally and who they evolve into will also be enough. And to not, you know, I've heard a lot of people say over the years, well, if you accept yourself for who you are, then you'll stop trying to be better. Hmm. And so there is kind of a, a myth uh, belief that if you accept yourself that you're 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 somehow going to become complacent and stop trying which i believe is the absolute opposite because when you accept yourself then you you love yourself and you are more fully yourself and then you evolve on your own authentic path because none of us are staying the same we're all growing all the time so That's... either we get we get to grow on our own terms or we grow and try to change based on other people's idea of us, which is going to be more likely to give us a fulfilled life. That's an interesting point that uh, it's not mutually exclusive that you can accept yourself and also want to continue to better yourself and continue growing as an individual. Right. I like that. Um, We're going to talk a little bit more about that when we come back right after the break. Uh, Don't go away. Uh, I'm Lexi Silver. You're listening to Seek, Discover, Create from SDC.com. If you're enjoying my show and you're curious to learn more about relationships, sex, and health, or you're looking for new ways to spice up your sex life, I invite you to check out all the new content that SDC.com has to offer. Whether you're just starting your erotic journey or you've already chosen your path to self-discovery, SDC is with you every step of the way. At SDC.com, you'll have unlimited access to videos, podcasts, and articles from sex and relationship experts like Dr. Jess, Sunny Megatron, Dr. Nancy, Charlie and Ariane Williams, and Carolyn David, who are all excited to guide, inform, and entertain you. Check out STC.com for everything you need to discover your own erotic tribe, connect with them in our forums, communities, and social networks, and create opportunities to explore more at STC events, parties, and travel destinations. Join over 3 million of our members worldwide to seek, discover, and create with us today at STC.com. Don't forget to use promo code 7070 for two months of free access to STC. That's 7070 to get two months free at STC.com. Welcome to the Sexy Lifestyle Quickies. We are Carolyn David, and with us today is Jeff Abraham from Promescent. 
So, Jeff, how important is it to have open communication with your partner about premature ejaculation and not just find excuses to cover up issues? I'll start by saying that I believe open, honest communication is a fundamental building block in any relationship, not just man, woman, or even sexually speaking, father, son, mother, daughter, friendship, just anything. But the reason it's even more important with something like premature ejaculation is because if you're not lasting long enough to satisfy your partner, and it's unspoken, it will, it will literally create some resentment, resentment on the female partner's part because she's not receiving the satisfaction, and it will create a sense of shame or anxiety on the male partner, which will only exacerbate the condition. And certainly talking about it and then finding the solution, like a product like Promiscent that can make love last longer, uh, if you didn't talk about it, you might not even know there was something out there that could help you. Well, that was another great quickie. Thanks so much for being here. How can people find Promescent? I always tell people that the best way to find Promescent is to go to www.promescent.com. That's P-R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T. Because if you want to buy it at a retail store, you plug in your zip code. We have a whole network of independent pharmacies and like Target and stuff like that. It'll tell you the closest one to you. Thanks so much, Jeff. We are Carol and David from the Sexy Lifestyle Quickies. You are tuned in to Seek, Discover, Create with Lexi Silver. If you have a question or comment about the show, we'd love to hear from you via email to Lexi at SDC.com. That's L-E-X-I at SDC.com. Now back to this week's discussion. Welcome back to SDC Seek, Discover, Create. I'm Lexi Silver, and I'm here today with my guest, health and intimacy expert, Dr. Nancy Sutton-Pierce, the founder of Conscious Living Sexuality and the host of the Conscious Living Show on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. Before the break, uh, we were talking about intimacy, getting a little bit into the definition of intimacy and how uh, things are kind of changing, that parents are sort of teaching their kids a little bit more these days that it's okay uh, to be yourself and that teaching that self-acceptance is one of the first steps in, uh, you know, in terms of relationships. Once you accept yourself, it's easier to accept your partner for who they are. And that's a huge part and basis of intimacy, which is, as we were talking about, a huge part of a healthy uh, uh, relationship. So, Dr. Nancy or Dr. Nan or Nancy, uh, one of the multiple uh, different (laughs) (laughs) monikers uh, that you're going to have throughout this show today. Why is it so hard uh, for us to be vulnerable with others? Like we, we were talking about the self-acceptance thing, but um, what, what else, um, what am I missing? What were we not talking about in the first part of the show that we could kind of elaborate on? We have a little bit more time now. I think that we've been taught growing up uh, that vulnerability equals weakness. Mm-hmm. And that weakness means that you're not enough that you're not, that you have no strength, that you have no backbone, um, that you're not really worthy, you're not confident. And so when we, when we put these words together in our, in our psychology, we start to believe that if we reveal that we're vulnerable, that that's what the world is going to perceive us as, as being weak, and, and that people will then take advantage of us. And so it, 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 it takes time for us to recognize that, that being vulnerable is actually a strength and uh, a freedom. 
of to be truly authentic for, to when you can live from your heart and not always just your head. That's very interesting. And that feeling of we're not enough, we're not worthy. Um, I feel, and, and I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, is that not something that is is reinforced a lot by not just, you know, our loved ones and parents, but society, media, uh, always saying, uh, you know, uh, you, you're, you're not beautiful enough, you need this beauty product. Um, you know, I, what, what are those elements that are reinforcing uh, that feeling of, of, of not enoughness or of kind of reinforcing that lack of confidence that we feel? Nobody makes any money on people feeling good about themselves. (laughs) I mean, that's the the bottom line. And if you're being advertised something, it's generally because people don't feel good about themselves. And if that's reinforced in your advertising campaign, and then you offer them a solution, you know, I mean, people don't come to me for sex, sexuality and relationship counseling because they're doing great. Mm-hmm. They, they come to me because they feel broken or they, 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 they're worried that they're not enough or they're not normal or something along those lines. So all advertising is going to speak to that part of us that feels insufficient and if we can recognize that and we can see the advertising more for what it is, and then we can look in and go, okay, is that really true? You know, mm-hmm. and because I'm a certain age, does that mean I'm not enough? You know, when, when I saw a, an advertisement for skin over 25, I, I about <laughs> lost it. It's like, wait a minute. <laughs> That's still really young skin. <laughs> so... But, but we're, we're, we're told those things from the very beginning. And that's so true. And you mentioned something, uh, people come to you because they feel broken. I think that in a lot of ways, uh, everyone has felt broken at one time or another. And we kind of carry that into all of the different relationships that we have, whether it's with someone that we love, uh, our friendships, our relationships with our family, um, you know, our, our experiences at work. And, you know, Adding that feeling of brokenness or that not that feeling that we're not enough, um, and then adding uh, you know adding that to uh, that fear that we're talking about uh, of being taken advantage of, that uh, you know uh, not only affects our relationships, but how can that affect our, our our lives in general in terms of the way that we're able to connect with people. Well, we're much less likely to take risks because we're afraid of failing, you know, and failing means that you either somebody takes advantage of you or you get your heart broken. And many, you know, many times we're not we're not given the tools to deal with failure. You know, we, we, we live in a culture of, you know, everybody gets a trophy Everybody wins the race. Everybody's a winner as children. And then you get to be an adult and you realize that not everybody wins at everything that they do. And so how do you deal with disappointment? How do you deal with feeling um, this this isn't going to work for me? How do you deal with being rejected? I teach a lot of classes in consent. And one one of the practices we do is rejection. And harsh rejection and soft rejection and um, 
subtle rejection and mean rejection and all the ways that the world can reject us so that we can realize that we, we can survive those things and that they aren't a reflection on who we are intrinsically, mm-hmm. that it's just the situation. And not just survive rejection and failure, but also to emerge from it uh, a better person and um, also a stronger person for having been able to cope with that rejection. Uh, how So would you say that maybe that's the first step that we have to take uh, as individuals before we can uh, kind of start to uh, learn how to accept another person uh, and, and to accept intimacy into one of our relationships? I believe so. I mean, we have, you have to be, you have to be aware of your own, um, your own challenges, your own areas uh, that work needs to happen. And I think we can do that within relationships. Most certainly. I think a lot of our intimate relationships are built on resolving and learning about those things, but it has to be on a mature level. Otherwise, a lot of a lot of destruction can happen. A lot about what you're saying has a lot to do with self-awareness. And I feel that's something that we're not, and you mentioned this before, we're, we're really not taught that. Um, it's not, it, it's a very basic life skill, self-awareness about how, uh, how, how you are, how you feel, um, who you are. The, you know, we're, we're so taught about, uh, we're, we're taught a lot about care, respecting how other people feel, but we don't really talk a lot about respecting how we feel. Exactly. That's a, that's a huge piece right there. Is it's it, and that's why that's why we're we're in a bl- very blamed society. You know, we blame everybody else for why we feel the way we feel, because we've never learned to take responsibility for owning our own shit, as they say, <laughs> <laughs> as I like to say. <laughs> and that's uh, that's actually a really interesting point because I mean, look at all the things that we're seeing in the media about you know blaming other people and uh, you know passing the buck is like a you know that we. People People do this and, and adults do this. And we, we all, um, if we're not able to take responsibility for our own actions and the way that we and own our feelings, own our shit, like you said, and so bluntly and it's perfect, um, how are we supposed to function as adults? And, and, and furthermore, how are we even supposed to uh, properly connect with other people and have a healthy relationship if we're constantly blaming the other person for what we perceive to be our shortcomings? It, it won't happen. I mean, it just won't happen. So if people want to have healthier, happier, more satisfying lives, they, ha- they really do need to go, go to the life school of <laughs> own your own shit. <laughs> Get the badge. <laughs> that's, that's one of those uh, awards that we all need to be given. Hey, you've passed the own your own shit class. <laughs> <laughs> they really should teach that in school. Like, it should yeah. be right up there with math and science. Uh, it's, it, it's a big one. Yeah, that should be taught in kindergarten. <laughs> <laughs> and part of uh, what we're going to talk about uh, a little bit in the next segment, we're going to talk about how we're going to, how it, we're going to be able to learn how to add intimacy back into a relationship uh, if, if we've lost it or how to create that intimate space within a relationship. And we so like 
everything we've talked about up until now, we've talked about how, um, you know, all of those things that factor into being able uh, to accept yourself, uh, to, to, to try to feel like we are enough to not blame our shortcomings or perceived shortcomings on other people to learn how to take responsibility for our own actions. And uh, that is, it, and, and also to learn that it's okay to fail. It's okay to be, um, you know, uh, in, in a situation where uh, not everything is going super smoothly. That's okay too. Uh, part of that, uh, part of the basis of any relationship uh, is uh, that, uh, that, risk of failure. And I think that's something that I I know that we're going to talk about more later. And that uh, something you teach too is uh, without conflict, a relationship can't really grow. And right after this, we're going to get back into how to add intimacy back into a relationship. Um, So I'm just going to take a really quick break because I think there's some of us who are experiencing a little bit of wanderlust. And uh, if that's the case, uh, you should definitely consider this message from SDC Travel. If you need an exotic getaway, your trip to paradise is right around the corner. This December, get up close and personal with over 300 sexy couples on STC's Caribbean cruise. Over the course of seven nights, you'll indulge in the alluring ports of call and soak in the five-star rooms and service of our SDC staff, all devoted to creating the adventure you deserve. Explore the party hub of Miami, sunny Key West, the spicy Caribbean flavor of Havana, Cuba, and the stunning white sands of the Bahamas in Nassau and the private island of Coco Cay. Enjoy SDC's world-renowned onboard entertainment with multiple DJs to seduce you during sexy theme nights, phone parties, erotic live shows, and within the ship's huge playroom. Join us from December 4 to 11 for this enticing Caribbean cruise. Book your rooms now at sdc.com. Don't go away. I'm Lexi Silver, and you're listening to SDC's Seek, Discover, Create. Are you ready for clit-whispering healthy talk? Tune in to the Get Mine Healthy Pleasure Radio Show. Founded and hosted by Dr. Maffei Peraza Godoy and Dominique Karetsis, this program will answer all of your burning questions in a frank, casual, and uncensored manner. We'll tell you what we know and improve what you know. Turn the lights down, grab a hot cup of whatever, and join us every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time and 6 a.m. Pacific Time for the Get Mine Healthy Pleasure Radio Show on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. This November, 4,000 people will be on the sold-out Independence of the Seas Bliss Cruise, offered by Lifestyle Cruising and Bliss. Why do these charters sell out so fast? Five separate playrooms, dozens of meet and greets aimed at various cultural and sexual orientations, themed dance parties every night, and all upper decks are clothing optional. Find out about the Bliss Experience on the two upcoming Bliss Charters in 2019. This April is the five-night Celebrity Infinity Cruise, and next November 2019 will be seven nights on the beautiful Navigator of the Seas. Couples love the electric atmosphere on our cruises, and we know that sparks will fly in your cabin. Remember, our cruises sell out fast, so be sure to call Wayne at 908-391-1977. That's 908-391-1977, or visit lifestylecruising.com. You 
are tuned in to Seek, Discover, Create with Lexi Silver. If you have a question or comment about the show, we'd love to hear from you via email to Lexi at SDC.com. That's L-E-X-I at SDC.com. Now back to this week's discussion. Welcome back to SDC Seek, Discover, Create. I'm Lexi Silver, and I'm here today with my guest health and uh, intimacy expert, Dr. Nancy Sutton-Pierce, the founder of Conscious Living Sexuality and the host of the Conscious Living Show on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. So we were just talking about intimacy, of course, uh, and how it's okay to be vulnerable. And part of getting into intimacy in any relationship is uh, the starting point of that is to accept yourself for who you are and also to take responsibility for your own actions and to not be afraid to fail or to be rejected, to be aware of your own challenges, uh, which I think is a really good you know, starting point. Um, but Nancy, we were talking before about how, uh, you know, it's very hard to feel th- to, to, to get intimate uh, in any kind of relationship because of all of these, these, these different uh, perceived shortcomings that we, we feel we might have and also society always reinforcing uh, that we're not good enough. How can you, if you're already, if you're already in a relationship and you're, you feel like there's something lacking uh, or if you're just starting a relationship and you feel like you're missing that closeness, what is the first step toward uh, acknowledging that with your partner? One of the practices that I teach um, is for couples to sit facing each other um, and they can sit in chairs knee to knee or they can sit on the floor, cross leg or whatever comfortable position they're in and just just look each other in the eyes for a minute without talking. And what it's very fascinating when you do this because one, it, it makes you realize that how little you look your partner in the eyes. Hmm. And it, it's, a, it's a great de-escalator. Um, it, it shifts your consciousness to really see this being in front of you and to see them for the human that they are without your expectations of them. I, I, we, we work up to this. We work up to a five minute eye gaze, mm-hmm. but that's a long time when you're new to it. And I mean, the first things that usually happen is you giggle, you get uncomfortable, <laughs> you start to squirm and sweat. I mean, it really makes people nervous to look, to really sit face to face and look each other in the eyes. And then we, I set up, um, a practice for them I call it the oasis and where where they really establish that there are there are two people lost in this oasis and it's just them and they're going to work through this and they can let go of all the external forces mm-hmm. they can let they can let go of the beliefs that they have about how they should be I I, I say stop shooting on each other <laughs> <laughs> so they, so they, they, they stop, they, they stop shooting on each other and then they give each other um, some parameters. Okay. What, you know, maybe they just want to talk about um, their day. So mm-hmm. they give each other uh, two minutes to just talk hmm. without inter- interruption. And the only thing that the other person is allowed to say when that two minutes is up is thank you for sharing that with me, hmm. period. 
and then the other person can talk. And they can go back and forth this way. But it's, they just need to be speaking from their heart about what they saw, what they felt, what they want, what they need, what they enjoy. And it can't be about what you want the other person to do. Or how you want the other, what the other person, you know, when, when couples start to set their sentences with you did this and you did that, it's only going to turn into a fight. And, and the other person stops hearing what you're feeling. They, they're only hearing that, that they're being attacked. Because you're okay. right away that when you say, when you start a sentence with you and then uh, some point. kind of verb, you, exactly. You're, yeah. you're pointing the blame. You're, you're, you're externalizing whatever it is that you're feeling instead of, uh, yeah, and, and instead of, you know, like, like you said, taking responsibility for your shit. Yeah. And just, and just, um, you know, tapping into how you are feeling, starting yeah. your sentences with, I feel, I want, I need, I like, I don't like, whatever. Mm-hmm. And just having two minutes to talk without, and to listen without having to formulate a rebuttal. Because we think about how much time, I mean, communication, I believe in the nonverbals, but I believe communication, the art of communication is in listening. Mm. And, but we're, we're not taught how to really hear what another person is trying to relay to us. So... So there's, there's these techniques that we do that really help couples settle in to a feeling of safety, that they're not going to be judged, they're not going to be criticized for just speaking their heart's truth. And once they can develop this with easy topics, you know, they pro- we practice it with easy topics like what did you cook for dinner or, you know, how was the drive to work today or something that isn't about the relationship. Mm-hmm they get that practice down and then they can start moving it into more, more and more difficult topics. And once they get this down, you can actually, you can talk about anything, the hardest, most difficult topic with ease and with safety. So that's a safe space that we were talking about before. Um, and to really create that is to let go of that ewing, the shooting, um, <laughs> stop shooting on each other. That that's very interesting. I, I I wonder how many people are listening to this who are, are realizing how many sentences we start. And I say we because I, I I'm just thinking uh, I do I do this as well. Uh, you starting this a sentence with you instead of I feel or I think. Uh, that is a very powerful thing. And it really does. When you kind of just make that little switch, it, it really does change the way uh, the, the way you're communicating, the way you're making the other person feel. And it would, um, you know, it, it, listening to the other person uh, really does instill that feeling of, of safety. And it does make for a, a much easier and much more uh, flowing conversation about virtually anything. Is it um, what what come what would come next from after after we you you start to feel like you've established that safe space and you can have those kinds of conversations? I then teach couples a practice of touch and huh. how and how they're using touch to relay what they're feeling, thinking, wanting. And one of the things that people don't often recognize is 
whether they touch the other person for their own pleasure or for the other person's pleasure. And when we do this practice, people are shocked at how little they know about how the other person really wants to be touched. Hmm. So it's just another form of opening up communication where it's you're safe, you're not going to, that your partner may tell you, I really don't want to be touched that way. This is how I want to be touched. I don't have them show them so that there's, they don't have to feel defensive. It's a, it's an open space of, Oh my gosh, I'm so glad I know that now because people often get defensive. What do you mean? I've been touching you that way for 30 (laughs) years. And, and the the partner goes, yeah, I know, (laughs) but it's, it's our responsibility to teach people how to treat us. And we haven't been given the tools to do that either. So, so a lot of the work I have, I do, really should be done in grade school. Mm. And it should be done from the time we are, we are communicating as toddlers. You know, if, if a toddler doesn't want to be tickled and we're still tickling them, that's teaching them that what, how we want to touch them is more valuable than how they want to be touched. Hmm. And that's, uh, that's something that's very interesting, too, because we're, uh, you know, usually when you, you do see a kid and, and, and they're like, no, 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 stop, stop, stop. We just kind of continue. Um, and that's a huge part of teaching consent is even at a young age saying, if you're, it, you know, it's okay. If it, the minute a, a, a child says no or is able to say no, uh, to stop. And to teach those boundaries and those and those boundaries, like we're everything we've talked about, um, you know, introspection, uh, self-awareness, feeling like everything is like like you're sufficient, like you're enough, uh, you know, uh, and teaching about how to teach other people how you want to be touched or treated. These are all things that start so early in life that we just carry with us into our adult relationships. Um do you think that it's uh, it, 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 like like you said? It, it, this is something that really should be built into every curriculum, everything, every parenting class. I mean, the, the the sad thing is we don't have to have a a license or a degree or a class to become a parent, and so we have people out there raising kids with that don't have the skills themselves. How are they going to teach the skills? So right. if we could do it in in a in a curriculum and class, if every parent had to take some kind of child child raising classes, just to become aware of their own um, uh, perpetuation of these unhealthy habits, I think we would stop sexual abuse, we would stop violence, we would stop um, the self-hating behaviors of teens I think you know body image issues I think a lot of those things would instantly disappear interesting and I we're gonna you know I I really want to talk more about what you just said about all of those things that can be prevented just by having that education and the whole purpose of the show is to educate Mm 
Um, and I, I think, and I, personally, to me, education is a massive issue, a massive lacking uh, right now for at all levels of, um, of, of childhood and adolescence. We're, I, I want to explore that in, in a minute. We're just going to take a really brief, uh, brief break. Um, don't go away. I'm Lexi Silver. You're listening to Seek, Discover, Create. And I just you know, want to remind everyone that if you are really you know enjoying my show and uh, this uh, great conversation uh, that we're having right now with Dr. Nancy, um, if you're curious to learn more about relationships, uh, you know, talking about everything we're talking about now, vulnerability, sex and health, or looking for new ways to spice up your sex life, I invite you to check out all the new content that we've just added to stc.com. Whether you're just starting your erotic journey or you've already chosen your path to self-discovery, SDC is with you every step of the way. At sdc.com, you'll have unlimited access to videos, podcasts, and articles from sex and relationship experts like Dr. Jess, Dr. Nancy, Sunny Megatron, Charlene Ariane-Williams, and Carolyn David, who are all excited to guide, inform, and entertain you. Check out sdc.com for everything you need to discover your own erotic tribe, connect with them in our forums, communities, and social networks, and create opportunities to explore more at SDC events, parties, and travel destinations. Join over 3 million of our members worldwide to seek, discover, and create with us today at sdc.com. Don't forget to use promo code 7070 for two months of free access to SDC. That's 7070 to get two months free at sdc.com. Thanks for tuning in and turning on with us. You'll find answers to all the questions you've been dying to ask about sex and sexuality from a resource you can trust. On the Sexy Lifestyle Talk Radio Network, you'll find amazing experts on love, sex, and relationships to guide you through the fun and fascinating complexities of human sexuality with a warmth and openness you'll love to hear. Let's create a sexual evolution together on the Sexy Lifestyle Talk Radio Network. Are you ready for uncensored talk about sex, relationships, and more? Then listen for Tammy's Playhouse. Host Tammy and her occasional co-host Dan will break it down for you with some great advice, words to make you feel comfortable, and even some humor to hopefully make you laugh until you pee. Forget insecurities. We're all in the same boat here. Just enjoy the ride. Tammy's Playhouse is broadcast every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. Are you ready for quit whispering healthy talk? Tune in to the Get Mine Healthy Pleasure Radio Show. Founded and hosted by Dr. Malfay, Peraza Godoy, and Dominique Caretzis, this program will answer all of your burning questions in a frank, casual, and uncensored manner. We'll tell you what we know and improve what you know. Turn the lights down, grab a hot cup of whatever, and join us every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time and 6 a.m. Pacific Time for the Get Mine Healthy Pleasure Radio Show on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. are tuned in to seek discover create with lexi silver if you have a question or comment about the show we'd love to hear from you via email to lexi at sdc.com that's l-e-x-i at sdc.com now back to this week's discussion 
Welcome back to SDC Seek, Discover, Create. I'm Lexi Silver. I'm here today with my guest, health and intimacy expert, Dr. Nancy Sutton Pierce, the founder of Conscious Living Sexuality and the host of the Conscious Living Show on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. Before the break, we were just talking about intimacy. Um, Dr. Nancy was sharing some of her strategies uh, to getting couples to reconnect with each other and to create a safe space between them, that oasis, starting with eye contact, letting go of external beliefs and having that, uh, you know, being able to talk to each other without judging, without interrupting, with only thanking them for sharing whatever it was that they shared. We are not taught to teach others how we want to be touched or how we are, you know, we want to be treated. And Dr. Nancy was mentioning that it's very important that even as, at an early age that we're able to teach when it's okay to to say no or to stop or to, you know, uh, explain to other people how it is that we want to be interacted with and how maybe teaching that at an earlier age uh, can help prevent a, a whole variety of, of, of issues uh, that we've been dealing with as a society. And I, is, is that something that you, you know, you, you, um, you also personally feel, Dr. Nancy? Absolutely. Absolutely. There's so many things that we're seeing um, culturally uh, around the world. I teach internationally. So I'm seeing these, these issues these common areas of concern, like with body image, um, with lack of satisfaction in relationships, with um, so many women not having orgasms, not hmm. not feeling sexually satisfied within their relationships. Um, that you know, these are all just um, lacking of, of the ability to know who you are, what you want, and how to communicate it. And it's very hard to identify all of those aspects, right? We were talking a little bit before. I, can you share that story that you were telling me uh, before about uh, your, women's, or your women's circle? Years ago, I have a, a group of women that we celebrate all of our birthdays together. <clears throat> and we've been doing this for probably 15 years. And we started off by just having dinner and having social, social chat but we all felt a little dissatisfied with that. And so one of, one of us will start a question and we'll ask a deep question, like something that, I mean, like for our women, like what, what was it like when you first started your period? You know, what, what, what was your experience with that? And so then we would go around and we would share. And that would take us to another topic uh, that was truly intimate and personal. And yet we held this safe space for us all to share how afraid we were or how excited we were or how we were treated. Maybe some of the women have been abused. Mm-hmm. Tell us about your sexual abuse. So we've, we've covered a lot of these topics in our circle. And what you feel like, is like you really start to feel seen Mm -hmm. and known. And that, for me, is what intimacy is about, is to to one, to feel safe, to really reveal who we we are, all the layers. And and that that sometimes it gets down and dirty and ugly. You know, it's like we get to we get to just barf it all out there and (laughs) still have acceptance um, once we've done that. And that that's for me that's like the best of the best of human connection 
That's a very interesting thing. And, you know, we were talking about intimacy in the sense of an intimate relationship, like a a romantic relationship, but their intimacy can be had at at all different levels. And I, I, you know, you think of a group of girlfriends and, you know, all the things that we might chit chat about together. It's not always those, we don't always go into those deep areas those deep questions because uh, again we're we're maybe even though we might think that we feel safe um to reveal who we are maybe we feel like they already do know who we are just kind of how we feel we kind of take for granted that our partners who we've been with for 15 years know exactly who we are um it, it's it's hard to uh to kind of make uh, that realization that maybe uh, we we aren't allowing ourselves that space to be intimate to be to to open up and to reveal ourselves um how can we evolve to thinking about uh intimacy as more of a strength rather than a vulnerability and not being so scared to to do that I think for me, it's about creating creating a few areas in your life where you can where you can set up that safe space where you can reveal because with vulnerability does come fear of being um, outed in mm-hmm. in uh, so if if I reveal a, a really personal truth and then you share it with somebody else, that's a betrayal. Mm-hmm. So so we have to one respect learn to respect that intimate information is truly to be it's sacred mm-hmm. and and you know i tell couples if if you share something within your oasis that is then revealed outside of it you've broken that trust and you may not ever get it back i mean it's really tough to get that back so that's part of creating that sacred circle with girlfriends with boyfriends with lovers with mm-hmm. parent child you know, if your child comes to you with a sacred truth, you really have to learn how to hold that truth and never, ever use it against them. But we haven't, we haven't been taught what that feels like mm-hmm. to really have our truths respected. Mm-hmm. So we don't think, you know, anything of disrespecting another person's uh, reveal. It's a do unto others kind of scenario. Yeah. And then just, you know, just starting off small so people develop that trust that they can reveal those things and that they'll be respected. Hmm. That so that so respect and creating those safe spaces within you know different relationships that you have is a very uh, it, is is how you're recommending that we uh, we we learn how to um, you know develop that intimacy. We learn how to feel comfortable gradually with revealing who we really are. Yes, and I think it's. I think um, for me, it's it's an earned p- place. Mm. Um, you know, uh, have you you ever met somebody that where they're like you, they gave you way too much personal information too quickly? <laughs> it's like wait a minute, we we don't have that. We don't have that established oasis yet. We're still floating out of the ocean. <laughs> so, so I think you know we, we do want to build build the oasis space, build that safe space, build the trust. And reveal things slowly to make sure that we've each earned the right to have that connection. And you can't have that with everybody. It's not necessary to have with everybody. 
Hmm. That's very good advice. I, I I think that's an amazing way to end this this wonderful show. And I, I think this is a really great topic. And I, I you have a lot of very insightful things to offer. After you know, after listening to this, if people want to get in touch with you, uh, what are the best ways to do that? The easiest way is through my website, which is drnsp.com for Dr. Nancy Sutton Pierce. So drnsp. Um, and you can email me from there and we can, you know, I do a lot of counseling with Zoom and Skype all over the world, uh, just helping people to redesign their lives so that they feel connected to who they are and they can connect them to their partners. That's amazing. Honestly, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, I really, really enjoyed our chat. I'm sure we're going to have many more like this in the future. And I, I feel like I learned a lot, too, that I'm going to apply. So I'll let you know uh, later on how. Uh, <laughs> oh, please do. Yes, I'd love that. I'll give you some feedback on that. So, everyone, uh, thanks for joining us. And don't forget to tune in next week at 5 p.m. PST, 8 p.m. EST on the Sexy Lifestyle Network for my next show. And don't forget you can learn more about sex, health, and relationships as you seek yourself, discover together, and create moments at sdc.com. Thank you for joining me, Lexi Silver, on SDC Seek, Discover, Create. Until next time, stay lectual, people. Bye. Hey, sexy people. If you're ready to start your sexual evolution, we've got some amazing prizes to give away. Some of the great prizes include Womanizer, the most advanced pleasure product for stronger, longer, and more intense orgasms. SDC.com is giving away a lifetime membership to the sexiest online community of open-minded people. Touch from experience, warm. It warms your personal lube, then automatically dispenses it with a wave of your hand. And we can't forget Throws of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket. Keep your bed dry no matter how wet it gets. For your chance to win one of these amazing prizes, simply send us an email at info at with the word contest in the subject line. Your name will be entered into the weekly drawing and remember to visit our website regularly for a list of the winners and more information about all the amazing prizes and sponsors. Go to the sexylifestyle.com contest page and enter as often as you like. appreciate you joining us on Seek, Discover, Create, presented by SDC.com. Please join your host, Lexi Silver, on another erotic journey next Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. Until then, may you enjoy exploring your sexuality. 